have run for office and have become president or politicians, but I can't really think of anything. Dr. Carson, he's a Christian. Um, he's strong in his beliefs. He stands up for the truth. He's very <clears throat> intellectual and he's also quiet. <coughs> so sorry, everybody. <clears throat> he's also kind of quiet. I'm very humble. He's very humble. Um, I'm saying this like I'm like <laughs> a friend of his, but she's <laughs> yeah, you know, that one time we met, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> My dad was like, why don't you ask him to be on your podcast? And I was like, I can't just ask Dr. Carson to be on my podcast at a random. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello, you're listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Freeman. Hi. <laughs> and this is a pop culture podcast, not like other pop culture podcasts. We don't just talk about culture. We change culture. So hello, Freeman. Welcome. Welcome to the show. One second. Everyone pause two seconds because here we go. Welcome Freeman to the show. To the show. Oh, everyone, one second. I don't know why it's not. There we go. Here we go. All right, so the clapping effect is not working. Pretend like we're clapping. Woo! Welcome to the show. Yay. Okay, anyway. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay, studio audience, you guys are a little late. All right. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Freeman, welcome, welcome, welcome. Can you, well, first I'll say Freeman is one of my friends. We've known each other for maybe like two years. We started hanging out recently because she moved to the same town I'm in. Um. And yeah, so Freeman, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, I'm Freeman Formerly Freeman Marshall, although very recently I'm Freeman Voiles. Um, I just got married today, and we're recording this in December, so definitely newlywed. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I just moved to North Carolina from Montana, and the reason we moved was because I got an internship at Fox Sports, and my husband is in flight school, and he wasn't really getting many hours in the air with Montana weather being as it is yeah so and we've got we've got family on the east coast so it just kind of worked out and now i'm doing online school and i'm majoring in community leadership Ooh. so okay <laughs> first question i have for you really quick what yeah. has been the biggest shocking difference between montana and north carolina i would say the people something interesting i've seen is how elevator conversations go in different towns 
Okay. So, for example, in Montana, an elevator conversation is probably silent, right? You know? <laughs> but, like, in North Carolina, an elevator conversation is like, I love your sweater. Where'd you get it? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I have to take you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elevator conversations have really helped me understand the culture. And it's actually a really great kind of lens to look at a culture through, if that makes any sense. Yes. I've never thought of that. And now I'm going to start thinking of that, like how elevator conversations go. And yeah. I will say, North Carolina, we are definitely not going to let you just stand in silence. That's not a thing. Everyone's <laughs> exactly. going to say hello. Um, yes. People are going to share. Also, too, I don't know. Most of the elevators have probably changed by now. But our elevator inspector's name used to be Sherry Berry in North Carolina. So it was like this big thing in elevators. Like now it's some other guy. Yeah, but her name was Sherry Berry. And like ask anybody that's lived in North Carolina at least 10 years who Sherry Berry is and they will know. Or not even that. Ask them who the elevator person is and they'll say Sherry Berry. Yeah. We have to do that. Yes, and we're the only state. I remember I went somewhere, might have been like college or something or an event, and I said something about my elevator person. They're like, you're what? I was like, yeah, your elevator person. You don't know who your elevator person is? And it's just because she has like a fun name, Sherry Berry. So like everybody remembers it. There's like t-shirts that was like, say like, Sherry Berry lifts me up. Like Sherry Berry was like the woman. Yeah. That's the best thing I've ever Yeah, Yeah, that's. No other state has an amazing elevator lady. I don't even know what her actual title. I know it's our elevator lady, but she yeah. has a real title, like <clears throat> inspector or something. Yeah. But anyway, that's very interesting. Um, the difference. Wow. I like that, though. I like yeah. that. What do you miss the most about Montana? We really miss, like, the snowy Christmases and having... Oh, yeah. You won't get that here. I'm like, so sorry. You, you know? Just <laughs> yeah. Mountain. So beautiful. I will say, like, the mountains and the snow and just all the natural landscape and the wildlife, there's really nothing like it. And it's completely yeah. free in your backyard. So, yeah, was, it's disappointing to not have it. But, I mean, we're in a really cool town with places open past eight. So, yes, <laughs> you can also. Sorry, everybody. <clears throat> I am OK. Um, You can also drive up to Boone and if you want to go to the mountains and like, I don't know, get like a cheap Airbnb or hotel or something. And you can, there, the mountains up there are very beautiful. You can go hiking. It, I'm pretty sure it's already snowing there. Um, in Charlotte, you will not get a white Christmas. I, you know, I hate to tell you that, but you know, I knew it. You know. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, cause <laughs> don't expect that in Charlotte, but Boone area will be really nice. Um, Okay. The, they have like the mountains and it's really pretty during Christmas time. And I want, I feel like they probably do have snow. If you guys just want to do like a weekend getaway, but, but yeah, well, anyway, Freeman, welcome to the show. You guys are going to love her. She has some really good insight. And like I've been wanting to do, having just a different variety. <coughs> whoa. <coughs> for the tea caps. <laughs> um, having a different variety of, um, co-hosts that'll come and we just, chat like the idea is like we're all chatting saturday morning going over like what's happened this week um so i'm glad you guys are seeing like the different friends i have with different perspectives and everything um so yeah so how's your week been anything fun happened this week 
So last weekend, Andy and I went out to D.C. Um, he's got some grandparents out there, and his granddad makes like 80 wreaths and then has a Christmas party to have everyone he knows and loves come and pick up their wreath. Oh. So we went to their Christmas party. It was lit. Um, picked up our wreath. It is huge and luscious. Aww. And then something else interesting that happened to me today. I was doing DoorDash and or this week, and I was doing DoorDash, and I ended up in some like weird diner. And <clears throat> I ended up talking to a girl. Come to find out, I was at a strip club picking up like a burger. And oh my gosh, and you didn't realize that's hilarious. Okay, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> girl, she's like, how is business? And she's like, oh, it's really bad. Ever since COVID, we haven't had as much business travel. And we usually get businessmen coming in, getting all our business. That's like, interesting. That interesting. And she was like, actually, yeah. One way you can tell if um, there's a recession coming is how well the strip clubs are doing. Because, you know, it, it, it implies how business is doing. So it was fascinating. That's interesting. I think that's also hilarious. It was a strip club. Yeah, there's some sketchy places around here, so just heads up on that. <clears throat> I have good burgers, though. I got a good tip. Not okay. like that. Not like that. I wish I could Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Um, <clears throat> wow. Okay. And I think that's also interesting. Uh, I On another podcast, someone was, like, joking, like, um, COVID was probably hard for people who had, like, um, second wives because <laughs> you couldn't go visit yes. your other wife and i'm like yeah it probably mm. was hard you had to stay yeah. with the one wife that's your really yeah um well that's very interesting i didn't really have anything that interesting or funny happen to me this week i'm trying to think um this week i really sat down and Worked on some stuff for this upcoming year. I'm sending out my necklaces. Um, last weekend, oh, thank you, thank you. Last weekend, um, I went to two Christmas parties, which in my head I was like, I'm gonna do the influencer thing. I'm gonna take pictures. I'm gonna do videos. This I took maybe like three pictures the entire night, I, and they're all like awkwardly like up close, you know, not like really good pictures. And I was like, I don't know how these girls do it. Like, I was living in the moment, so I wasn't thinking. Um, and then I had to go from one party to another. And I was like, yeah, I'll just do this whole thing. Because I loved my sweatshirt that I wore. It was supposed to be ugly Christmas sweaters, but I wore a cute one. You know me? And um, I was, you know, oh, my God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then, like, I just took a couple pictures here and there. I don't know how influencers do it. I don't know how they do it. I don't either. I don't either. I've tried doing that. Like road trips, you know? Yeah. I just like, I, can, I forget or like I don't get something or I fall asleep. Yeah. I forget. When I went to um, Austin for Melanie's Bachelorette, I was like, okay, I'm going to um, practice like vlogging. I, I honestly, you guys, I hate vlogs. They're the most popular content though. I have no idea why why do people like them so i'm like you know what i need to get used to them like because if that's what people want to see then that's what they want to see 
and you know, I want to give to my audience. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to practice. Didn't record a single thing the whole trip. Cause like, I just was living in the moment and then we yeah. had to do this, this and that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how people do totally. it. I'm going to try to be better next year though. That's my goal. Okay. I mean, you, oh, sorry, you can't fault yourself for living in the moment, right? I mean, I know. there are worse things to do, I guess. That's why I also low-key want a camera crew. Because if I had a camera crew, they can film all the stuff for me. So then when yes. it's time for content, I'll already have the content. Because there's been times, too, where, like, something super funny has happened. Or, like, um, perfect example. Okay. You might get this because you kind of know my brother's humor now. So yeah. um, I was watching the trailer for um, that 90s show. So that 70s show is coming out. And uh, <clears throat> I was watching, I finished, I was like, ooh, this looks good. And my brother was like, oh, what are you talking about? And I was like, that's 90s show. And he burst out laughing. Another thing, but this has nothing to do with his humor. But anyway, he burst out <laughs> laughing because he was like, everybody has saying how this, no, I said, ooh, thank God it's going to be on Netflix so I can watch it. And he was saying how like, everybody was saying it, it looks super terrible. So it was, okay, now that I'm saying the story, like, once again, this would have been funnier to film, because now that I'm saying the story, like, this isn't funny. Um, <laughs> <in the> moment, <coughs> I can't even laugh at that coughing, oh my goodness. But <clears throat> in the moment, it was hilarious. Like, articulating it, it doesn't, yeah, forget the story. But you had to, that's why I need a camera crew, because they could have filmed yeah. it, it was just, it, like, if you were watching it, it would have been, like, a scene from, like, a sitcom, <laughs> like, the way everything was, bam, bam, bam. I can totally imagine your brother just shutting you down. And yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, this looks so good. And he's like, uh, no, everyone thinks it looks terrible. Um, You're like, like, oh, okay. <clears throat> no problem. No problem. Um, but yeah, so let's get to the stories. Before that, I want to do a couple announcements. Um, you should join our Patreon, everyone. If you go to those, if you go to Patreon slash those are the girls, you can join. You can join for as low as five dollars, and it really does help um, pay for like the software, pay for the email service we use, pay for the website, pay for some of the other things that we're going to be doing this upcoming year, and different ways that we're going to be helping people. I have a lot of cool things planned for us to not just like talk about these topics, but also like give back. Oh January God. specifically is going to be super super busy. We have. Um, the North Carolina, no, we have the South Carolina March for Life, North Carolina March for Life, DC March for Life, and then there's a break, and then there's the, a Moment for Hope gala with Ben Carson. So it's like plane, plane, bus, another plane, club, like that Lady Gaga thing. Um, we're gonna be super busy, so it's gonna help us. Um, and at the South Carolina one, I actually want to have a booth. So if you are, <laughs> if you do live in South Carolina, you should come to the Student Summit. I'll link it. We should sign up. I'll have a booth there and um, I have something cool planned for that as well. But um, there's a lot going on this year. So if you want to be a part of that, if you want to say that you are helping change, if you're doing something tangible, $5 for our Patreon. Or you can do, there's a $30 option as well. So whichever one fits your budget better. Um, if it were me, I'd have to do the $5 personally. Um, but if you want to, you should definitely join the Patreon merch. For example, March for Life is coming up. 
this anti-abortion, if you are watching on YouTube, you can see the picture. Anti-abortion social club sweatshirt that I have worn like the last like 15 different episodes. It's just super comfy. And it's always like right there near my bed um, in my room. So I just put it on. But this sweatshirt is available on the website. You can get it in this color with the pink. You can get it in a white. You can get it in a black. You can get it in like a red, I think. There's just so many different options. Um, and this also goes back to helping the podcast and helping us get the message out. Also, too, um, I don't have it with me, but we also have just basic little pro-woman, pro-life um, beanies, toboggans. Um, my dad, so in North Carolina, we call them toboggans. I said beanie because I have friends that call them beanies, but a North Carolina thing is to call it toboggan. And all day, my dad has been uh, looking for his, have you seen my toboggan? Have you seen my toboggan? Anyway, we have uh, toboggans that say pro-life or pro-woman, pro-life that are basic. And they honestly will be also good for the March for Life too. And it's going to be super cold in DC. It's going to be super cold in North Carolina, South Carolina in January. And you're going to want something comfy. Those are two options that will be perfect um that is the merch so if you go to those other slash merch you should be able to get it and i feel like i have another announcement um and then the last announcement i kind of already touched on it but i want to tell you guys the south carolina march for life is going to be january 7th the student summit is right after you should definitely come go it's put on by palmetto women's center they're amazing the north carolina march for life is january 14th and the DC March for Life is January 21st. And then um, I hope I'm allowed to announce this. If not, <laughs> sorry, Mark. Um, but <laughs> Ben Carson is going to be coming to the uh, Moment for Hope's celebration. That's February 9th. Um, that's going to be really exciting. Ben Carson, who's actually going to be our first story. Um, ben Carson, I've no, uh, not to brag, I've met him once. Um, super nice man, so humble. He was so sweet. He was at an event that I was helping with, and I told him thank you for coming. And then he told me thank you, and I was like, oh no, 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 thank you. It was so. I was like, oh my gosh, Dr. Carson. Um, and then I also talked to his wife and told her thank you as well. I always do try to do that, especially when the wives come to events, because it's you know it's the man. Not just him, we're there to see the man, but also too the spouse does put in a lot of work in supporting their husband. Um, Mrs. Carson puts in a lot of work supporting Dr. Carson because we're going to read some stuff, and I'm sure that um, <clears throat> what we're going to read hurt his feelings. Not in like a oh hurt his feelings, but just you know he's a human. Probably hurt him, and the his wife is there to comfort and there to encourage and there to stand by her man. Anyway. Um, that is February 9th. You should definitely go to that. I'll link that as well. So without further ado, transitioning to our first story with Dr. Carson. Um, here we go. Are you ready? Grab your mug. And we're going to fake clink into the camera. Ready? One, two, three. Clink. All right. Here we go. This is some I had never heard this story. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. This now this is real tea, literally real tea. Okay, <clears throat> the national desk is reporting that Detroit school board votes to remove Dr. Ben Carson's name from public high school. <clears throat> Dr. Ben Carson's name will be scrubbed from a Detroit public high school after the school board voted in favor of removal last month. The move came after eighty percent of one thousand five hundred people surveyed said that they supported the change. Carson said he's not surprised. Quote, 
Cancel culture is alive and well and is infiltrating. Political correctness, wokeness, cancel culture, this is going to destroy us as a nation if we don't get a grip on it. End quote, said Carson. Carson says cancel culture has targeted him and he never considers himself a victim. Love him. Carson's education started in the Detroit public school system. Born into poverty and raised in a single mother household, Carson went from inner city Detroit to Yale University, becoming one of the most influential neurosurgeons of a generation. He actually doesn't say this in the article, but for those that don't know, I'm sure everybody who's listening does know, though, but I'll say it anyway. He was the first person to successfully, um, like split conjoined twins. So this man is like the definition of black excellence. He's the definition of successful, his definition of just like, a role model and to see that they're taking his name down is wild to me what are your initial thoughts freeman yeah so um call me uneducated but i did not know about this person or this story so i had to do some research um the story about the siamese twins i was so shocked to hear this and not only did he separate them he did so i believe no no, he did that, but he also did an operation um, involving the first intrauterine procedure to relieve pressure on the brain of a hydro hydrocleptic cleptic cleptic. Oh, I don't know sciencey things, but you're right. I know what you're talking about. So he basically was able to like go in and split a fetus's brain. And remove part half of a brain from this fetus, and whose name is Jesse, and is doing well today. Yeah. So he removed half <clears throat> of the child's brain. In I mean, utero. it's he's amazing. I can't stop like talking positively about him. He's amazing. So why did the school board remove his name? I was trying to find information. I couldn't find anything other than he affiliated with um, Trump. Also, he received um, the 2008 Presidential Medal of Freedom from George W. Bush. So. Yeah. So anyways, okay. back to my question. Okay. So the reason why they're upset is because he was part of Trump's affiliation. I think initially, so he actually, you were probably... Freeman is a sweet young babe. Um, so you are probably not old enough to remember this, but he ran for president against Donald Trump and all of them. So he was one of them. <clears throat> he left kind of early-ish on. And um, so eventually <clears throat> Donald Trump had him come on to as his uh, on his cabinet. And he was in charge of, um, oh, goodness housing i want to say the right thing um one second he his specific thing and then i actually have a story um a wonderful positive story that i heard from someone he was the uh, secretary of housing and urban development <clears throat> so he, under the trump administration now i'm gonna be honest dr carson i have not heard anything like super like evil about him like you know there are some things we can say about um you know other people who have run for office and have become president or politicians but i can't really think of anything dr carson he's a christian 
Um, he's strong in his beliefs. He stands up for the truth. He's very <clears throat> intellectual and he's also quiet. <coughs> so sorry, everybody. <clears throat> he's also kind of quiet. I'm very humble. He's very humble. Um, I'm saying this like I'm like <laughs> a friend of his, but <laughs> yeah, you know, that one time we met, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> My dad was like, why don't you ask him to be on your podcast? And I was like, I can't just ask Dr. Carson to be on my podcast at a random event. I cannot do that. That would be crazy. If you are listening, Dr. Carson, you have an open invitation to the podcast. Um, Don't know why he would be, but I would appreciate it if you were. Um, So, okay. So he was the secretary of housing and urban development. I think what it is, is they're just mad that he had any affiliation with Trump. And they're mad that he had any affiliation with the Republican Party in general. I think that him deciding to run as a Republican upset a lot of people because Republicans um, don't do a good enough job explaining their story. They don't do a good enough job. Those of us who are conservative, I'll say this, those of us who are Christian conservatives, specifically pro-lifers, we have got to do a better job explaining our point. We have got to do a better job telling our stories. And I think that we have a bad reputation right now um, because a, the people who are the loudest are not the kindest because facts don't care about feelings, but people care about feelings. Nobody cares what you have to say until they know that you care about them. And I think a lot of people who are the loudest right now don't have that type of attitude. I'm not going to get into some of the people I'm talking about, but, you know, if you talk to me for five minutes, you know how I feel about certain people. So, like, that is the problem we have. And I think that there's people who are good people. And I would say even, like, Dr. Carson specifically, people who are good people, who are pro-life, who are kind, who are Christian, who are leading in kindness. But because they're associated with this other thing, people automatically think that they're, they're, that they're something else. Um, <clears throat> so, what I wanted to, a quick story about him, I wanted to say, when I went to the... Frederick Douglass conference in Atlanta. I cannot remember the exact name, but it was a Frederick Douglass pro-life conference in Atlanta. Um, they actually had breakout sessions. And one of the breakout sessions, it was a, two ladies who worked for him under his administration. Um, and they had nothing but positive things to say about him. And I remember when um, Donald Trump appointed him as secretary of housing and urban development. Now, he's a neurosurgeon. I remember thinking, okay, I guess. In my head, I'm like, you know what? If one of my friends. Right. In my head, I'm like, you know what? If one of my friends became president, I'd tell them just put me anywhere, too. That's what I thought. I was like, I can't be mad at him. Like, I'd be like, hey, just put me in any position. I'll figure it out. But what they made a good point it was he grew up in Section 8 housing. He grew up in government housing. He knows how it is living there. He knows what needs to be done. Yes. So that was such a good idea to put him there because not only, because a lot of times people who are, the person who who normally is in charge of Secretary of Housing and Urban Development has no idea how it was living there. They have no idea how it feels. They have no idea like what the real issues are. So because he had that knowledge, had that personal experience, he could help people. And they were telling all these wonderful stories about how they've helped people and how they, uh, he created a program where you can like, um, you earn your, so like they have, you have to go to like 
uh, job helping things. So they help, they teach you. They're not just like, okay, you have to be in session eight. Like they're showing you how to like, okay, so this is how you budget. Like there's other pro in which, you know, there's nonprofits that do that. A lot of churches do that. My parents' church does things like that, which is great. Also too, not everybody goes to church. So, you know, if the government can do something like that, I'm going to be pro that I'm pro that the government's going to help somebody. I'm okay with that. Um, so those are some of the things he implemented. So he's really like a awesome, a fantastic man. And unfortunately, because of cancel culture, because of also too, I want to say ignorance. Um, sometimes I don't necessarily mean ignorance in like a bad way. I always have to remind myself I'm super into politics. I'm super into all this stuff. So I know all these things, but some people might not know. Some people might've just seen his name, Trump administration, Dr. Ben Carson, and they just automatically went, ooh, boo, boo, boo. Um, so yeah, because of all of that, he is no longer, his name is no longer on that school, which is just really sad how, how it's gone, like how we have gone from recognizing such an amazing man who's done, I mean, I can't think of anyone who's done anything greater, separating the twins, um, performing that procedure it, it on a baby while the baby was still in the womb you know doing things like that like I can't think of anyone else who's been so relevant so amazing and in Detroit which uh this school is a predominantly uh black school so it would be great to have a black role model such as Dr. Carson as the name and it's just it's a shame it's really sad it's really sad yeah I would be interested to learn more about their reasoning um i'm of course sad to hear that if it is the case that he was removed just because of his party affiliation that's really disappointing considering all of his achievements um like i said i mean there are two sides to every story so i would be really interested to hear what their argument is if if that's really the best that they're saying i would be interested too i think you're making freeman i'm glad you said that you're making a very good point I'm curious, so how it probably went was, you know, they have the meeting, someone stands up, I think we should keep it because blah, 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 blah. Well, I think we should remove it, blah, 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 okay? Supporting arguments. I think we should keep it because of that. I'm curious the people who said they should remove it, like what else they could have said. Yeah, me too. I'm curious how that conversation went because... Like, if there's something I'm missing, I'm right. too. What am I missing right, right now? <laughs> Did he murder someone? Like, I, I'm just, I'm really confused. Um, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, a brand that will not cancel you. I don't know. I was trying to do a good transition. I can't think of anything. Um, <laughs> a science brand that I'm sure Carson would approve of. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, it's Garnu. We're discussing Garnu. <laughs> they have period care products. Um, their tampons are made with 100% cotton core. <clears throat> they also have um, period cups. And if you use the code OTHERGIRLS10, you can get 10% off of your purchase. You can also listen to episode 145 where <clears throat> I talked to Macy and we discuss um, why she started the business. We discuss um, why like organic products are so important, which I personally, as you guys know, I use pads and I only do organic now. Um, and she talks about why. So episode 145, once again, go to www.garnu.com. 
G-A-R-N-U-U.com and use the code of the girls 10 to get 10% off of your purchase. <clears throat> okay. So this next article, I'm super excited to read because one of our other girls messaged me this article. She actually wrote it. Um, I meant to ask if I could use your name. So I'm not going to use your name because I forgot to ask you that. But next time you send an article that you wrote, um, I'll remember to ask. But this is one of our fellow other girls. She sent me this article after listening to last week's episode and i really think it's um very interesting i think it's just something that we can um discuss and also think it's important um it's important to hear this perspective so she heard last week's article when we were talking about like um how do we because i really 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 want to figure out how do we help young girls be okay with being a woman find their identity in christ and be loving and accepting of being a woman. Because I pers- I love being a woman. I say this all the time. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I understand if someone wants to be a woman. It's the greatest thing ever. But how do we get other young girls to understand this? <clears throat> other young girls to want to live like this. So, okay. The name of this article. It is um, on ConcernedWomen.com. So I'm going to read it. <clears throat> it's kind of long. I'm going to take one big cough and pray that's the only coughing I have to do. So everybody two seconds. <clears throat> okay. Christian the title is Christian Woman United in Identity as Daughters of the King. Given that April is both Autism Awareness Month and Faith Month, here are some reflections on the moral issues of our day from the perspective of an autistic Christian woman. I'll be focusing on gender identity as it is a pressing issue for women and the autistic community especially. I want to talk about that. Like everybody remember the autistic community especially remember that. <clears throat> Among autistic females, one of the main challenges they consistently experience is the societal pressure to conform to traditional gender roles or stereotypes. Whether that be their wardrobe, hobbies, interests, or behavior, there is a growing body of evidence that being autistic increases the likelihood of not identifying with one biological sex, therefore buying into the radical less push to reject the two biological gender classifications. <clears throat> One explanation for this is that autistics tend to not place as much importance on categorizing people according to certain characteristics, and this includes gender. A study published in 2016 by the Journal of Autism and Development Disorders suggests that conflicting between an autistic and feminine identity could be one potential influence on the elevated rates of gender dysphoria and non-binary gender identities amongst autistic females. I have personally experienced this, and I have found that God's design for the sexes, male and female, he created them, Genesis 5-2, Matthew 19-4, is good and true because of the coherence and variety ordained in all of his creation. There is an ancient philosophy, I'm sorry, there's an ancient philosophical problem called the one and the many, <clears throat> which considers the relationship between unity, one, and diversity, many. Using cats to illustrate, there is both unity and diversity present because while they belong to the class of cats, each class is different from one another. Okay. <clears throat> I can't read this whole thing. It's so good. I'm going to link it. <clears throat> oh my goodness. I'm happy to pick it up if you want me to. Can you? <sighs> yeah, ahead. of course. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's an ancient philosophy problem that is called the one and the many, which considers the unity and diversity present 
because while, be, while they all belong to the class of cats, each cat is different from one another. This raised the questions of why is there anything in common between the cats and why differences among the cats even, even though they all fall under the same category of cats. And I'm reading word for word, by the way, everyone, if, you're, if you can't tell. <laughs> so the nature of God can provide insights into this dilemma. As Christians, we believe in the triune God. He is one God, unity, but also three persons, diversity, and that one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, each one with unique functions. Thus, God gives us a beautiful picture of unity and diversity. That picture is reflected in his beautiful blueprint for human biology. There are two sexes, equal in value and dignity, as precious creatures made in his image, yet innumerable innumerable diversity and a glorious beauty in our many differences as individuals. Quote, just as a body through one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. 1 Corinthians. It's unfortunate that our society has adopted an unbiblical and unscientific view of sex and gender. On the one hand, when a distorted focus is placed with is placed on unity among women, it can lead to unnecessary rigid or extra-biblical gender stereotypes, which in turn erases the wonderful diversity of God's creation, even among women. On the other hand, redefining womanhood to the extent that a biological male could belong to the class of women to foster diversity obliterates our unity and what makes us unique as women, distinct from men. God has already established true unity among women by creating them all as biological females, and yet each different from one another, including but not limited to ethnicity, personality, vocation in life, and the gifts that God has bestowed on each of us. As Christian women, we are also united in our identity in Christ as daughters of the King, and I praise the Lord for such his awesome and perfect design. Amazing. I love this article. When she sent it to me, I was like, oh my goodness, this is so good. And she articulated so well, I think, the difference between man and woman and how beautiful our, um, how does she say, unity versus diversity. So one versus many. I love that. Yeah. I love For that. For sure. I really liked the, I, I would never have thought to imagine the Trinity as both unity and diverse. I mean, maybe I would have, but not in not the context. words. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe not in the context of like, what does that mean for gender stereotypes and norms um, and gender dysphoria? I just would have never imagined that it would be so beautifully represented in the form of the Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. Um, and I also, okay. sorry, I also loved that this was, let's talk about that. And you asked me to make a note here. Let's talk about the fact that this is from the perspective of an autistic Christian woman. I mean, for every three autistic males, there is one autistic female. Like, it is so rare that females are diagnosed with autism. I don't think there's nearly enough studies no, done there isn't enough. to 
to identify what are these women dealing with? I mean, I know that a big problem with, um, and I know that a big symptom or experience of autism is sensory overload. What does that feel like during times of menstruation? You know, oh, good like point. how, how are autistic women, you know, making their way through the world? I just, I would love more information about autistic women. And what's very also very interesting too is um, there was a study. I'm gonna be honest, I saw it on Twitter. Hopefully, it's the truth. But it was saying how like um, women are often like misdiagnosed, and they don't even find out that they're autistic till like their twenties. <clears throat> and actually, there's been a couple of people that I'm like kind of internet friends with <clears throat> that have said that they just got back from the doctor and turned out they're autistic and wow, this kind of explains why I feel X, Y, and Z. So I just think it's, yeah. it's all very interesting. I actually would be interested to do an episode on that. Just talk about like how women, how it presents in women differently. And I think you're making a very good point. Like, how do you feel on your period? Like, and then how can we support our friends that are experiencing that? Um, very, very good points, Freeman. And to that point, I also want to talk about um, when... Libs of TikTok, so this is about the autistic thing. When Libs of TikTok post a lot of their videos, I'm pro Libs of TikTok most of the time. I will say sometimes I do think it's people who just fit outside of the norm and are just trying to be accepted. And I think a lot of people who kind of what she was saying about not fitting into stereotypes, um, not, let me, uh, not fitting into stereotypes. Um, I think that has to deal with a lot of what some of the things that she posts. So this is not necessarily a critique of libs of TikTok, but this is just an observation I've noticed. So I guess it is kind of a critique. So I'm not sure necessarily that some of these girls that are let me figure out how to say this. Some of these girls that are struggling with gender identity, I don't, I really don't necessarily know if they actually have dysphoria as opposed to they're just a little different. And because this is what's in right now and they're just fighting against this, that's, or people, everyone's talking about it. This is where it is. You know what I mean? Like there's people who have actual gender dysphoria who feel as if like they can't sleep, they can't eat, they just need help. They need um mental health and then i think there's just some people and i think this is what a lot of the girls that lives of tiktok post a lot of the girls that kind of go viral uh it's kind of what um our other girl's sister is talking about is just people who are, are fitting outside of the stereotype so to that i wonder you know everybody listening and freeman all of us, maybe not, we don't, can't solve it tonight. Um, I mean, we might be able to solve it tonight, but you know, as we go about the rest of our time, how do we reach these girls? Um, I think what our sister was saying here about realizing that um, our identity is in Christ, I think that is a good start. Um, and it should also be the finish, but I think that is just like a good place to, okay, so you find your friend or your sister or your daughter or whoever you know that is kind of outside of these stereotypes you know she's and I don't want to say a little 
you you can tell that she's just fitting outside of the stereotypes and her brain works a little bit differently than, you know, quote unquote, the average person, quote unquote, because I mean, nobody's normal or average anymore. But anyway, <clears throat> you guys know what I mean. And I guess, especially from what we've read here, I'm really thinking about it. It's just really grounding people's identity in Christ and then expanding from that. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I like what you said about, about, um, just remembering that we're, we're daughters in Christ first and foremost, and how can we um, see ourselves through that lens? Obviously, we're not going to see things through God's eyes perfectly because right. that would be impossible. But how does He see you, Mallory? How does He see me? You know, how does He see um, my mom or my dad or people that maybe I don't agree with or people I don't like? I mean, that can give us so much clarity, and it honestly, can give us just comfort and peace knowing that like he looks at us with so much love and admiration i mean what else could you want a hundred percent one hundred percent i think this was so good i will link this and i'll probably share some excerpts on the instagram page as well um thank you so much for sharing with me keep it up this is great. And if you're listening and you have written an article that you want us to cover, send it to me. Um, <clears throat> if it's as good as this one, I'm just joking. Um, Honestly, nine times out of ten. I want more stuff from this author because this is fascinating. Yeah. And it was a good perspective and a good, like, a good comparison. It, it was just a well a well crafted analysis Ooh, that was good it was yeah. a well crafted analysis of i think the problem and then essentially giving us a solution it's just a matter of how we know that we need to get these girls to understand their identities in christ now everyone our you know task is how do we do that what is the best way we can do yeah. that and once again we <clears throat> you know we're not going to solve it tonight um or tomorrow morning when you guys hear this but you know, over the next couple of weeks, you know, brainstorm. Let's think of ways that we can help people because, you know, like I think I've said before, all of this is a cultural thing. Like we're not going to, we can't own the libs enough to like fix people that I'm sorry. That was like cute and funny 2016. Now let's, let's be serious, especially for girls. And you know, too, like, we're women. We care about people. like our emotions, our feelings are not this evil, awful thing. This it's part of our strength. It's how God made us. It's our femininity, and that's okay. So that's how we should go forth in helping other people. Anyway, we have to move on to the next topic. Um, <clears throat> our next topic. Thank you, thank you. <clears throat> our next topic is kind of quick. Um, I just wanted to give an update, and then we just can discuss it. I have um. Some advice for the young college girlies out there uh, when we're done. So this is by Fox Carolina. Oh, wait. Is that who you work for? Never mind. Don't answer that. Uh, <laughs> she says no. She says no. Sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, um, <clears throat> Sammy. So this is from Fox Carolina. Sammy's law heads to Senate as lawmakers crack down on imposter rideshare drivers. A bill named in honor of the University of South Carolina student killed by a man pretending to be an Uber driver is making its way through Capitol Hill. Sammy's law is named after Samantha Josephson, who was kidnapped and murdered by a man posing as an Uber driver in 2019. <clears throat> Police say Josephson was leaving the Five Points area of Columbia <clears throat> when she mistook her killer's car for an Uber. 
Her body was found hours later in Clarendon County. Since Josephine's death, lawmakers have worked to crack down on imposter drivers. <clears throat> Sammy's law would require companies like Uber and Lyft to enhance how passengers are able to verify correct rides. The bill just passed the House and now heads to the Senate. The man convicted of Josephine's murder, not going to say his name, remains behind bars. He was found guilty in 2021 and was sentenced to life in prison. <laughs> I, just I just don't know why. Sorry. No, go, Sorry, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got it. <laughs> I think you might be saying the same thing. Why did someone have to die in order for us to decide that we should take more precautions toward avoiding us getting in weird guys' cars? Yeah. And I think, like, this is another example of, like, all right, ladies, like, the reality is we got to be on our toes. We have to, you know, yeah. until men can get the... Look over your shoulder. Until men can get themselves together, we need to be doing the things. And, you know, I've joked about how, um, I guess, careless I've been in the past, falling asleep in Ubers before. I've joked about that. But, like, that's not something to joke about. That is not, like, as I've gotten older and matured, that's not, like, I don't want. So, okay, I have a lot of thoughts. Sorry, you guys. Right now, it's Christmas break. People are probably going back to their hometowns. Girls, when you're going out, nothing wrong with that. If you want to do that, go out, have fun, be alert, and look out for other girls as well. I've shared the story, and I'll share it again. Uh, one time, I was out with my friends, and it was me and my friends were guys. I, we were walking back from um, like college night. We were walking back to our dorms, and a girl came up to me and asked me if I needed help. And I was like, no, I'm fine. And she's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm good. She's like, you don't have to go with them. I'm like, well, they're my friends, but I appreciate that. Like, that's what we be. If you are making the girl uncomfortable, you know, don't be too weird. Like, don't start dragging her away because that's a little much. But like, you know, if you feel something is off, I appreciate that. That was honestly, I was like, thank you, my fellow woman. I appreciate that. Not needed tonight, but I appreciate that. Like, those are the things we can look out for each other. Like tomorrow right exactly maybe tomorrow the girl she's that's doing that she can be there for like just look out for each other and like be alert and be um be alert so even with these ubers what i've started doing you know you okay so you get the alert okay the car pulls up don't get into the car check okay license plate matches who were you here for yep. don't say are you here for mallory say who are yes. you here for yes um yes and don't sit in the if there's if the whole back seat is filled you can sit in the front but like if it's just you don't sit in the front seat that's what someone told me years ago because i used to always get in the front seat <clears throat> and the driver super nice man he was a christian he had a rosary in his mirror and he was listening to christian music and um he was a dad and we were just chatting he was like i also want to let you know you should not sit in the front seat as i'm sitting in the front seat i was like huh why he was like it's really not safe like i think you know if you were my daughter i would make sure that you sit in the back seat just from now on so honestly ever since he told me that i always sit in the back seat unless you know there's four other people in the car then you know that precaution isn't necessarily necessary but you know in a regular time sit in the back seat if you can um these are just things to just be careful about and you know pepper spray well i don't know because some places you can't even bring pepper spray in if you're going out but I don't know. Just be alert and look out for each other. There's strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. Totally. 
I hate, like Freeman said, I hate that we had to have an event like this to happen for people to be like, hmm, maybe we should be doing something better. You would think that probably would have been automatic. Like, we should have some precaution out there. Um, But, you know, thankfully something's going to be put more in place. And hopefully this will prevent more situations like this. We just always have to verify the license plate and ask who they're there for. Always do that. Because I've never had this situation happen, but I've had a friend who got into an Uber and realized it wasn't hers. And the guy, it turned out to be a a decent person. Like, oh, this is the wrong person. You know, turn back and drops it back off. But like, that doesn't happen all the time because we're not alert. We're not on top of it. Make sure you're staying alert and you're staying with your friends and look out for each other. So when you're home with your hometown girls, remember this, ladies. That's just advice from Auntie Mal. Yeah, I like what you said. I mean, I think that a law like this, you know, unfortunately, that it's absolutely tragic. But if this law and this death can be used to save other lives, I mean, there's nothing God can't use for his good. Amen. So that's always Amen. Amen. And on that note, we're going to do our very last story. It's our weird science moment. If you've been listening the last couple of weeks, I have been finding like just weird random science stuff. Um, and this is a doozy. This is brought to you by American Woman Beauty, <clears throat> a beauty brand for free thinking women. Women. If you go to AmericanWomanBeauty.net, use the code MAL15, you can get 15% off. Okay, so this is way too long. We will not read the entire thing. Um, I'll read the title of it. It says, researchers, oh, this is from NPR. I think we did NPR last year, too, uh, last week, too. <clears throat> researchers say that time is an illusion. So, fun fact, America's official time is kept at a government laboratory in Colorado, Boulder, Colorado. Um... True time is actually more flexible than most people realize. According to Einstein's general theory of relativity, space and time are tied together and the space time can bend and curve. The effect is uh, minuscule compared to a human, yeah, minuscule (laughs) compared to a human lifespan, but is really measurable. Boulder, Colorado is a mile above sea level, and that means that the gravitational field is slightly weaker and time ticks by a little faster. The way to think about it is that the curvature is stretching out time, and the best-known forces that stretches out time is gravity. The more gravity somebody experiences, the slower time passes for them when compared to someone in a lower gravitational pull. Um... In places where gravity is very strong, time, as we understand, can break down completely. At the edge of black holes, for example, the powerful gravitational pull slows down time dramatically. And upon crossing the black hole's point of no return, known as the event horizon, she says space and time flip. Far from Earth, time gets extremely weird. (laughs) This is what the article says. Black holes can cause it to stretch and even break down entirely. You end up in a region where space now has an arrow in its one direction and time doesn't have an arrow like it did before, um, she says. And that's referring to Pesco Weinstein. 
There's really no sense of time. At the edge of the observable universe, there's something else happening, according to Kate Mack, an astrophysicist at the Premier Institute of Theoretical Physics in Canada. The universe is expanding from the Big Bang, and that expansion is stretching time, too. Um, let me see. Compare, for example, two identical stars that explode, one nearby and one far away. Quote, if we see the star exploding and that star takes about 10 days to go from the brightest part of the explosion to the dimmest again, we can look at it at the very distance universe and it might take 20 or 30 days. The faraway star isn't exploding more slowly. Time is ticking more slowly, at least from our perspective. Okay, that was kind of confusing, but the biggest takeaway, the biggest takeaway is like gravity controls time. And time is literally relative. Like, time does not matter. Um, I mean, it does matter. Okay. We've talked. So this kind of, I don't know if you heard the episode and if you guys are listening. I don't know if you guys remember when Melanie and I were talking about, like, living forever. How, like, when you really think about living forever, it like, it's kind of scary and, like, you just want to stop thinking about it. So this time, thinking about this time thing kind of reminds me of that because when I guess really when you think about it, like take away all of the constructs we have to for example we have this clock here and we but we do have to have time because we can't just keep talking for another hour and a half that's too long of an episode nobody's going to listen you know i'm going to call hack my lungs out you have things to do so like we can't do that so take away all that though time does not matter because i it sounds like no matter where you wherever you are in space time just is different so like if you watch Doctor Who, um, when they were near, um, it actually was the opposite on Doctor Who when they were a couple seasons ago when um, it was the old guy was the doctor and they were near that black hole, time went by super, super fast. So it sounds like mm. the closer you get to a black hole, time is going slow. So like where we are, time is going fast comparatively to the other side where it's going slow but let's say there's a planet and people are living near that black hole they probably think time is going by fast there but like when you like time is just a thing like when you really think about it's like ah it's a lot it's a lot that is really fascinating it's really fascinating i feel like i need a lot more time (laughs) to understand it yeah and a great segue would be Time is an illusion because it does not feel like it's already been an hour. Ah, great segue. And it has been an hour. And I want to leave you guys with this. Think about how if we took away everything, we just exist. There is no, like, there's no, there's no confines. Like, there's no, like, parameters. Like, right now, time gives us the parameters. But if we took away this, that we have to have for social reasons, you have to, to have a society. But if we take away all that, there's no, you're just, like, out here. And that's, like, so scary. So I'm leaving with that. Totally. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you like, rate, review, and subscribe. Um, If you are watching on YouTube, please um, give us a like and make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. We are still mainly women listening. Thank God. I have no idea how it was so many men for so long. Um, Let's keep that up. Let's keep that up. Nothing against men. You know, we love men over here, but this is a very girly podcast and it is geared to women. So, you know, I want to make sure I'm attracting the women. Um... 
If you listen on Spotify, make sure you answer our question. What should our question be for this week? Just anything about the episode. Um, let's see. Could you separate conjoined twins? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> I'll just go to one to ten. What is your, um, <laughs> what is your comfortability level of performing brain surgery on a fetus? Um, yeah, if you're given 22 hours like Dr. Carson was, <laughs> would you do it? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can't ask that. <clears throat> what is your plan? Um, okay. Oh, I know. Okay. Can you, can you fill in the blank? Can you do yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Okay, okay. You should do, you should do, um, what ways are you ensuring your Uber driver is, is your person? Oh, that's good. Let me. Or how are you, how are you? Um, being safe this Uber cycle. I don't know, something like that. Okay, yeah. Like, what, what, what precautions do you take before getting in an Uber? That's Th- that's it. perfect. That's it. I'm gonna write that down. <clears throat> okay, so before Uber. <clears throat> okay, so if you're listening on Spotify, answer our question. Make sure that you have given us a rating, and make sure you're following us. If you are. <clears throat> listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a rate and you leave a review. Also, too, we're almost at 50,000. I said we'll do it at 40,000, but we're practically at 50,000 now. Well, I think we're like maybe a hundred or so away from 50,000 listens. So once we get to 50,000 listens, I'm going to do a big um, giveaway, probably a sweatshirt, to be honest. This is like the absolute most popular item in the store. I think yeah, totally. The most popular. So we'll probably give this away. So help us get to fifty thousand. And when you guys leave reviews, when you rate, when you do all that stuff, it helps for the algorithm, and then it helps other people discover the podcast, and it helps other people who are feeling like, oh, I have an opinion on this thing, but none of my other friends do. So am I crazy? They'll find this, or they'll learn something about time. Or they'll have a stern lecture from Auntie Mal about getting into an Uber. Who knows? Um, So, like, you know, rate, review, subscribe, do all that stuff. Also, share this episode. This, I think, will be a decent episode to share with your friends that don't even consider themselves conservative. Because we didn't really talk anything too conservative. Um, This will be a good one to discuss with your friends when you go back home from college. And you're like, oh, what what should we talk about? You should talk about this episode. Talk about... Um, what are the precautions you take, uh, before you get into an Uber as well? Um, I think that's it. Oh, Freeman, do you want people to follow you on social media or? Sure. Yeah. I'm at Freeman underscore Voiles and, um, you can always DM me. I love having respectful conversations. That's my, I like that way. Yeah. That's my, like, that's really one of the only reasons I use Instagram, um, to have DM conversations. And then I also just post every now and then about fun things Andy and I are up to. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you. It was so good to be here. Yes. This was a great episode. Everyone have a good rest of the day, night, evening, however, wherever you are. Flip the wrong button. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. 
Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.